Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome back. You're on Racing HQ. Davey boy, settle down. Don't (laughs) jump in, brother. Don't jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. We're about to kick off uh, going greys. Um, You happy with this morning, David? Good to get Sam on board. Um, That question went down pretty well with him, but uh, it was was good to have him (laughs) on. You're right, though. That's three days in a row. uh, We've uh, we've we've just put our foot in it, haven't we? Family ties. Well, it's just, yeah, anyway, um, that was, he, he saw the funny side <laughs> of it, which was great, um, hey, look, and yeah, I was red-faced. That, that's the main thing, mate. It's all, it's all, <laughs> it's all good to have a laugh, you know. Life's too short uh, to be worried about that sort of stuff. 100%. We're about to start going greys. This man loves to have a laugh with us. Mick Cowley, good morning, mate. Good morning, boys. I, mate, I can't believe how keen you both were to get to me. That's outstanding. Oh, Dave's a lid pinger. Just call him Fernando Bale. He just flew the lids. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'd, I'd like to see Dave get in the boxes. <laughs> yes. Hey, we, no one would. Yeah. How big are your boxes, uh, Mick? How big are they, mate? Mate, we can knock a wall out. You'll be fine. Yeah, elephant racing at uh, Wind Park, a new attraction. I reckon if Dave was a greyhound, he'd be a box eight bandit. Just loves out in the middle of the track, just getting wide, running on strongly. I'll tell you something. If I was a greyhound, I'd be very, I'd be wouldn't be the punter's pal because some days I'd turn up and others <laughs> as soon as there was a slight little knock. No, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Mate, I, I reckon, Dave, you'd, uh, you'd ease on the first turn of Wentworth Park. You wouldn't change yeah, it. That's no, no, just ease and, and just hoping for a bit of Bradbury luck and then uh, uh, maybe a good one. Maybe I could be a good one, although good one's probably, you know, probably got mate, too much ability. Mate, perhaps you could be an average one. <laughs> average one, very good. <laughs> that's not bad. Hey, Mick, um, what about this story around Lockmaster, which won a heat of the Magic Maiden? Um, this is a great story. I know you'll go into it deeper for our listener. Mate, it's a fantastic story, mate. I'll tell you what, we've got the replay standing by. Let's have a listen to Battler calling that uh, that Heat of the Magic Maiden last night first. Racing, Lockmaster got away fairly, firing out timely fashion, ran to a lead of a length and a half on Lockmaster, who's rushing down the outside and moved up strongly. Cut and run work into the back and darted away the favourite. Springview Magic's going to second, then timely fashion, all about life, followed up by Cora Ray, Rockstar Orton, then perfect parking, intimidate at the rear. Lockmaster, a long leader on the corner, they're lining up for the miners, but it's all Lockmaster. Lockmaster bolted in. Timely fashion has run second ahead of Springview. Hey, there it was last night. That was uh, that was one of the heaters, heat five of the Magic Maiden at, uh, at Wentworth Park, a wet Wentworth Park last night. But at the, the good part about this story, boys, that uh, the dog's owned by a Newcastle gent called Adam Brandt, uh, not the singer, no, uh, Newcastle guy, uh, and his son, Reese, uh, eight-year-old boy. He's been a bit crook of late. Uh, he's gone through a few little issues, yeah, a few kidney problems. He's been in and out of hospital, had a few operations. Um, but his old man, Adam, said to him, look, mate, you get through this, buddy, and you can have whatever you want. Yeah, most kids would be thinking, yeah, yeah PlayStation, uh, trip to Disneyland. Reese told his dad that he wanted a greyhound. Um, and sure enough, he uh, thankfully came through it. He, he's going really well now. Uh, dad followed up and... Um, Took him to the breeders. There was two of these pups left in from this litter. Um, one actually had a blue collar and the other one had a red collar. Adam tried to talk his son into taking the one with the blue collar, but uh, Reese was determined to get ready, as he calls him, the one with the, the red collar. They ended up getting 
Reddy. Reddy turned out to be Lockmaster, who uh, Pete Legagione trains it, and he actually said, this uh, this is the fastest maiden I've ever put a collar on. Wow. So uh, it's all worked out really nicely. It's a fantastic story. Pete said uh, last night that he would have he would have said he'd go to Disneyland rather than have a greyhound, but uh, wasn't the case. It's just a wonderful story. The family was there last night. Adam, his wife, Christy, uh, Reese, of course, and, and the younger daughter, Tori, they were all there and the smiles there, despite the, the torrential rain at times, it was just fantastic. It was yeah. a really, really wonderful story. And, and it just shows you that uh, what sport can do and, and what racing can do. It, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there's right. uh, quite a few uh, um, not dry eyes in the house. That's awesome. That is, um, that's one of the best stories I've heard, Mick, um, because what a, even a horse or a greyhound, what they can do for people who are doing it tough, uh, gee, it can really lift your spirits. And to young Reese and his parents, Adam and Christy, yeah. um, all the best to you guys with your battles. But um, I'm sure that that has given them a big thrill, Dave. Mm, certainly has. Just on just on those interviews too, Mick, well done. I mean, and we know obviously your history and background uh, with the City Morning Herald, but just seeing some of that stuff roll through on the socials from uh, the dogs and Greyhound Race in New South Wales. I mean, I was taken by an interview you did with April McKay, who was a, it was a birthday, I believe, yesterday. But just the way in which, I mean, what April was 15 when she's doing that interview with you. Mm. That, I think that was before um, uh, Avalanche won the, was it the heat or the semi yeah. or leading heat, into? Heat of the Richmond Derby. Mate, that, that's the future of the sport right there. And the way that she is speaking in her confidence, I mean, it's like a chip off the old block. It's like, uh, you know, it's um, you can tell that she's Jason's daughter. Um, but it's that's the future, and I think that's great that we can get that immediacy um, from the sport. No, you're, look, you're absolutely right. In this day and age of technology, we can get that stuff out onto the social pretty much straight away. And and look, these guys, there's a lot of great personalities in, in greyhound racing. Yeah, they, they just needed a platform to tell their stories, and, and it's great to hear these stories coming out. There's a, there's a lot of characters in the industry. There's a lot of shy people that you know, have never had a microphone thrust in front of them before, and, and they're a bit, you know, a bit hesitant to, to open their mouths. But you know, once they do, once they see that... that we're there, all there to promote the sport and and get their stories out and, and show the face, the human face of uh, of this sport and this industry. Everyone's happy to oblige and, and happy to help out and tell their stories. And as I said, there's as as you know in racing, guys. Yeah, whether it be the dogs, the trots, or, or thoroughbreds. Yeah, there's just so many great stories out there that go untold. So so we're giving an opportunity here through through our, our social media videos to to get some of those stories out. And it's real the, the reaction from the general public and from the industry has been great and we'll continue to do them and over the next four or five meetings at Wetworth Park these feature race meetings will be there for, for all the races for all the winners and uh, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of really good stories out of it yeah well done Mick on that that's uh, that's great uh, promotion of a great sport now Saturday 2021 Golden Easter Egg it all starts Mate, it's like uh, it's like two days out from Christmas for yeah. uh, for greyhound people. It's uh, and it's just a super night too. There's there's eleven races at Wentworth Park. The first race is a stayers race, and then you just go bang, bang, bang. Ten heats of the uh, the golden Easter egg, and all the stars are there. Yeah, they they've all come out. You've got you've got flying Ricardo. You've got Shimmer Shine. You've got Tommy Shelby coming across. Uh, I spoke to his trainer Steve Withers yesterday, and he was uh, he was a bit concerned of, of weather forecasts. And he's drawn box eight in the first heat and all that sort of stuff. But 
he wouldn't miss it. You know, it's just one of those iconic races that everyone wants to be a part of, and it's not because of the the two hundred fifty thousand dollars first prize, although that probably has something to do with it. But it's also it's iconic. It's like it's like winning one of the races to win in in greyhound racing. Mm. They all want to be there. And as I said, you know, Shimmer Shine's coming up from Victoria. Every state's represented, um, and there's going to be some fantastic races, some fantastic clashes as well. And look, I yeah, it's the first three place getters plus the two part fastest fourth that advanced to the semi-finals on uh, Saturday week. And uh, and that'll be a, a great night of racing as well. So as I said, fantastic night this Saturday night. Ten heats, um, yeah, get there early. It'll, uh, it'll be a fantastic racing night. It certainly will. Uh, looking forward to tuning into all the action. We know the forecast isn't great. Um, what are your thoughts around that? And are there any contingency plans if Sydney gets this torrential rain Saturday night? Oh, we might have lost Mick there. Oh, we uh, we're getting back Mick up. There. But Dave, that is uh, something we have to consider as well, not just for obviously Rose Hill Saturday, but for Wentworth Park as well. Um, they've got a big night there and um, we hope Mother Nature plays her part. Mick's back with us now. Um, just talking about the, the weather forecast, Mick, and are there any contingency plans in place for Wentworth Park if worse came to worse? Right, I must have had a bit of rain in the line or something there. It, uh, it's, <laughs> it's not quite torrential, but it's fairly solid. Uh, mate, there is, there is obviously, uh, we, you look at the forecast, and I think it's uh, 60 to 70 mils tomorrow, and then uh, around 100 mils on Saturday, so everyone's kind of uh, looking out the window to see how much rain's falling. Wentworth Park's obviously a, a very good track when it comes to rain, but obviously if it does get too much, uh, the contingency plan is that the heats on Saturday will be transferred to Sunday night. Uh, they'll basically slot into the times that Richmond have scheduled at the moment. Um, it's around about a six o'clock start and those heats all, uh, that full program will be run on Sunday night. That's uh, that's the contingency plan. The weather forecast for Sunday, uh, I think there is a little bit of rain, but it's only like 10 to 15 mils, so there's not too much. Uh, hopefully we won't need a contingency plan for the contingency plan, but hopefully we can, uh, we can get there on Saturday night and get it all done on Saturday night to be honest. Mm. 100%, mate. And um, what's this Cracking Dozen promotion I'm reading about? Mate, this is fantastic. And look, it was put together by uh, Kevin Wolf there at, at Sky Racing. It's, it's essentially the 12 best golden Easter eggs. Um, and each day, uh, starting next Monday, uh, we'll run this promotion. It's uh, Each day there'll be a countdown uh, from 12 down to 1. Number 1 will be unveiled on Golden Easter Egg Day on April the 3rd. Uh, but in the lead up to that each day there'll be uh, a bit of a spiel and a, a replay of golden easter eggs they've been voted by a, a panel of experts uh, and there was a bit of a uh, bit of discussion over the the top couple in particular um, but yeah it's a, it's a great initiative everyone everyone loves nostalgia everyone loves a countdown and uh, this ticks both those boxes because uh, i i've you know, personal favourite for me would be uh, Tentil Doll back in the 90s, but uh, I'm sure uh, you guys probably have your own favourite as well. Well, do you know what my favourite would be as far as Golden Easter Egg winners? And not just because of the performance, but because of the call. Um, PA's call of power to burn. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. Back in 2005, it was a beauty when when she fought it out with iFella. I actually met Power to Burn a few years back. Um, what did he say? Go now. Well, it's a she, Dave. But I oh, know. What about said, um? She said, "Get away from me, Marlo." <laughs> There's two that stick out in my mind, Mick, and I know you have one of them uh, written down on the notes. But I remember my grandparents, uh, and because I was always with Granddad, 
had they just put Sky on. They just put Foxtel on. It was like 2001, yep. and uh, that Brett Lee um, Easter egg. Oh, when he won I remember watching eight, that, yeah. and I just was like, wow, you know, the fact that we were watching this Greyhound racing on Sky. But uh, Fernando Bale for mine, I know it's, um, it's you know, later in life, but just to, you know, hear the bat, who's a good mate of ours, you know, that was uh, that was pretty special. And because he had that sort of cult following, he was really coming through the grades. Yep. Well, he was well and truly through the grades, but that's where people... The, when he was packed that night, wasn't it, for Fernando? Chock-a-block. Mate. And that's the thing, yeah. He was he was one of those iconic dogs that had the yeah. following that people wanted to go out and watch. Yeah. At the time, he was... Yeah, Again, parallels with the, he was the wings of greyhound racing at that particular time. He, mm. He'd win pretty much everything, and um, yeah, and being that big white dog as well, it, uh, it was iconic that people could actually go, "Wow, there he is!" Um, and, and look, the, the dog Wow, who goes around Saturday night in the heats as well, it's a similar sort of dog, a big white dog uh, that people can uh, people can watch and, and identify really quickly and, and associate with. And, I tell you. Uh, as you said, yeah, you could pick any of those uh, any of those. Yeah. Golden oh, Easter yeah. eggs, and they all have fantastic memories. Um, Zipping Bailey, the most recent, 2019, yeah, to come from where she came from was just phenomenal. Boys, I'll just tell you something too. Just I got a notification on my Instagram. Uh, Flying Ricardo has just added me on uh, on the Instagram. So great to see uh, the um, the greyhound the or the Daniel. Great, no, no, not not Daniel. The greyhound. Daniel, I'll just say, I'm him tipping up, the greyhound. I'm tipping the greyhound to be winning more than Daniel this year. Um, <laughs> oh. After the way those McLarens um, did their testing, but um, I didn't realise this. Sorry, no, Mick. Go on. No, go on, Dave. Well, I just I didn't realise that uh, Fly Ricardo was associated with the Kids Cancer Project, and obviously a lot of their merch. Just from finding this out on their um, their Instagram, a lot of their merch that you can buy the Fly Ricardo T-shirts. That all goes back. To the Kids of Cancer Project, um, I think this. I think this is uh, something, and I wish that I could could do it one day if I had a really good um, horse or, or a, a greyhound or w- whatever it may be. But to, to give something back, like we hear from that story last night, and obviously uh, with the Flying Ricardo team, that's that's brilliant. Give them a follow on Instagram, guys. Flying Ricardo, there you go. Yeah, mate, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Chrissy Sultana. Um, yeah, what they've done, they've, there's obviously an association they do have with. Um, a young boy who was suffering from cancer and, and they've teamed up with Kids Cancer and I think it's $20 from the sale of uh, all T-shirts goes to that charity, fantastic. which is fantastic. Um, you do see quite a lot of the T-shirts, the Flying Ricardo T-shirts out and about and I'm sure they'll be there in their force on uh, on Saturday night um, to, to watch those heats. Great, great initiative and great cause, and it's it's good as you said to you know someone's successful and they're they're putting back into another cause. It's, it's yeah. a great initiative. Now I reckon uh, I reckon Flying Ricardo's probably followed you on Instagram because he got a bit jealous about the power to burn story that Luke had. Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah, there you go. Right. There's the timely following, eh? Love it, mate. Well, Feral Frankie was your man, Dave. I think still is. Flying Ricardo is trying to get under Feral's neck. No, you can't. The Feral will always have a special place in my heart. Always. Well, they say opposites um, attract. So very much. I'll never forget. I know we're sort of going on here a bit, Mick, but I'll never forget with Feral Frankie. The night that he went to the qualifier, that uh, now that was Gunnedah, wasn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're wrong. Uh, I was in Fiji. I was staying at a resort in Fiji, and the uh, the workers at the the resort they'd never ever seen greyhound racing. 
when we were talking about Feral Frankie, I don't know what they thought. And to see their eyes and to see the way they watched this on the mobile phones, because we had it, we were on the tab app, and that was just uh, it. That'll be something I'll never forget for the rest of my life. So there you go. Mate, it's, uh, it's an interesting story. I actually, I remember going back a few years, I, I actually watched a, a State of Origin um, with uh, Tony Adams, who was a journal at the, the Telegraph at the time, in Fiji. And, and this was early days of rugby league taking off in Fiji. They were so passionate about it. Oh, they, um, they love it. They, they, they jump onto uh, any sort of great sports stories and, and really write them out. Mate, Dave, you, uh, mate, maybe that's, your, that's where your future might be in Fiji, mate. <laughs> well, we'll hey, is see. It, is we'll it see. any good over there, Dave? Apparently, it's, it's just you just lay around. There's not much to do. Uh, it's pretty good. You can. Uh, you don't have to do much. You just uh, enjoy yourself. All right, Mick. Um, before you go, an all-in tip for the egg, or should we do that next week? Or we'll uh, better not do it next week. They've they already raced in the heats. But... Well, next week you'll only uh, you'll only have the uh... the Look, semis. Oh, yeah. I just think. Right, the, the forgotten dog is Handsome Prince. Right. Um, you know, he's had three starts at Wendy's for three wins. He's he's beaten the best in that Million Dollar Chase final. He's drawn perfectly in the heats in box two near the fence. Um, has fantastic speed as he showed coming from the seven and leading a, a really hot field, including flying Ricardo. Um, Pete Legagioni said he's, he's back to the form that he was when he won the Million Dollar Chase. So, mate, that ticks a lot of boxes for me, and uh, he's a bit of a forgotten dog at the moment because he's been off the scene for a couple of months. So, mate, maybe the three runs in, in three weeks could be uh, a bit of an obstacle, but I think it's worth the punt. Yep, at $11 with the tab. Favourite for the Golden Easter Egg, all in is Flying Ricardo at six, Shimmer Shine, seven fifty with Tommy Shelby. Wow at 10, Fernando Bluey, Handsome Prince at $11. Mick Cowley, we thank you for your time as always. Lovely, boys. I uh, truly enjoy having a chat every Thursday. Good on you, Mick. Uh, Mick Thanks, Cowley Mick. there with Going Greyhounds. This is Racing HQ.